0: Life goes up and it goes down I know my mom taught me that I figured why we fool around So little And we keep track of time Being so serious Idiots Thinking it will matter Keep me company downtown Before the clock runs out Sun is shining But the rain is welcome too Friends and nearby don't must pass but i'm not gonna wake up wake up i'm not ready let me have another day don't wake up wake up keep it steady cause i'm happy i'm not gonna wake
1: Good morning, my roller coaster riders. It is 9 a.m. So I thought we could start with a peaceful awakening. Getting on. Good morning. Good morning, my roller coaster riders, and welcome to roller Coasting. I am your host, Maghano. Oh yeah. Guys, it is 9 a.m. I don't think I've ever recorded a podcast quite as early as this. It's not that early. Like, I understand people are literally in their corporate jobs doing big things at 9 a.m it is the world is up the world is working but i feel like i don't normally record this early it's quite early for the brain to be switched on and you know really dive deep into topics but i have a jam-packed day so 9 a.m podcast it is oh yeah So on to episode two of season four, Um, really annoying the first week, so last week when I uploaded, had technical problems for a full week, so no one could really listen to the podcast, so you might just have listened to episode one and now you already have episode two, you can thank me for that later guys. But anyway, episode two, let's get on with it. So, today, kind of controversial, kind of controversial for me today, Ooh. It's going to be, are influencers unrelatable? Is unrelatable a word? Is it supposed to be like, are influencers relatable? Maybe I'll do some Googling, but it's going to be one of the other titles, right? So, controversial, ooh, because I actually am myself an influencer. I kind of hate using that word. I feel like that's a big word. Like to influence someone is to have, you know, like influential power. I'll, I wouldn't really get... Yeah. I'm just trying to make people buy some clothes and products. You know, I like, I wouldn't really say I am an influencer when you deep it. But I mean, that is kind of what the call is. Content creator, that word doesn't really stick. So for context, I am a social media influencer that's my full-time job it has been for about two and a half years now that's crazy time really does fly when you're having fun over the years i personally have taken a bit of a slagging a slagging if you're not from glasgow is like you know people kind of like having something to say about you taking the piss out you Negative connotations. (laughs) And I've definitely seen other influencers around me take a bit of a slagging as well. Look, it's no secret that a lot of people don't particularly like influencers. There can obviously be numerous different reasons why some people don't like influencers. And look, everybody's entitled to their opinion. I'm big enough, I'm old enough not to get offended. Sometimes. But one reason in particular I see quite a lot is that influencers are not relatable. So today I'm going to pick that apart and come to a conclusion. Are influencers relatable? Let's find out.
0: Don't wake up, wake up. Keep it steady because I'm happy. I'm not, not going
1: about this too much yet because I'm saving it for the episode but before I get started I'm gonna make like a guess like before I've really really dived into it and spoke about it I'm gonna say overall I'm kind of tarnishing everyone with the same brush here oops but I'm gonna say overall I think influencers are probably like 75% not relatable and 25% relatable I'm not meaning like 75% of influencers are unrelatable and 25% of them are. I mean, one person, like based on one influencer, I think 75% of them is unrelatable to most people and 25% of them is relatable to most people. Does that make sense? But without further ado, let's dive into it and see if I still think the same at the end of the episode righty ho let's make up a fake influencer for the purpose of this I'm not going to like refer to actual real life people not that they'll probably listen but you know you never know could come bite, back to bite you in a bum fuck that so we're going to make up our fake influencer her name is Fiona Winklebottom I did check Instagram there are no real profiles associated with this name um, thankfully no one will be taking legal action against me Fiona Winklebottom does appear to be a completely made up character so Fiona is a full-time influencer, social media influencer. She has 200,000 followers. She has a gorgeous home of her own. She drives a brand new fancy Mercedes. Oi, oi, Fiona! Has the latest, hottest trends. Her handbag collection is to die for. And she jet-sets pretty much every month. Based on this info alone, I would come out and say Nope influencers are unrelatable because that actually isn't the norm for most people and i think we could all agree it seems like fiona is living a pretty privileged luxurious lifestyle there's no doubt about it i honestly can completely and utterly understand why people would instantly say no fiona is not relatable can't relate to her we have nothing in common she's out of touch blah 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 i i can totally get it because let's make up another character right Let's call her Sally Butterscotch. Sally works 40 hours a week. She works in a care home. She works really hard every single day at an emotionally and physically draining job. And let's be serious, her pay at the end of each month doesn't reflect how hard she works. That unfortunately is the case for a lot of people in the world. Sally's doing her best to save up to hopefully move out one day. She very rarely treats herself to new clothes, new accessories, and instead uses any disposable income she has to maybe take herself a nice holiday every single year. What do Fiona and Sally have in common? Not much, it would seem. How can Sally ever really relate to Fiona? I get it. I literally get it. I mean, I get it as I can understand people's point of view. I am obviously... Fortunate enough to be an influencer. So you're like, I can understand why people would look at an influencer and think that's unfair. Like I'm getting to I have to watch them online live this amazing fun lifestyle, funded by a job that they actually enjoy doing. Meanwhile, I'm working here at a job that isn't particularly exciting, is hard in many ways, and doesn't pay half as well. Of course, that's gonna sting a bit. Like I can also remember when I worked in office before before influencing was my job any influencers I follow I used to see like they would put up a story and it would be like two in the afternoon and they're just like out of the shops or chilling in a coffee shop and I used to think oh like I'm sat here doing a job I don't enjoy really getting not getting paid much for it like It is it's not even jealousy. And well, maybe it is, but I feel like jealousy is used as such like a bad, negative, like evil word. Whereas jealousy, I've always said this jealousy is a really normal emotion to feel. And I don't think it's a bad thing. There's nothing wrong with being jealous of someone who has something that you would like to have. As long as you don't use the jealousy in a nasty way, as long as you're able to like deal with jealousy well. I don't think there's anything wrong with being jealous. But of course, of course, of course, of course, if you're sitting on a job you don't enjoy, you're going to look at an influencer who's out and about. la di da da It looks like that in a way. It looks like they're out just enjoying their day in a pleasant time whilst you're stuck doing a job you hate. Of course, you're going to be like, ugh, like, that's going to annoy you. It's going to sting. Of course it is. And there's nothing wrong with that. Let's make up another fake influencer. This one is called Timothy Mushroom. Timothy started off his influencing career being a really normal, normal in air quotation marks because of what actually is normal. Who determines what normal is. But Timothy started off being a really normal guy. He went to college. He worked in Greg's part-time and his videos were always really relatable and comforting, which is why everybody loved him. He was a nation's sweetheart. Everybody thought Timothy is so hilarious. He's such a normal guy. You know, he goes to college, he studies, he comes home, he goes to work in Greg's. Like just a na- the nation's sweetheart, really. He's so relatable, yet so funny, so good to watch. And it didn't take long because everybody loved him, because everybody thought he's so entertaining, he's so funny, he's so relatable, he's so normal. Everybody loved him. Everybody supported him. And within no time, Timothy had blown up on social media. He's got one million followers, probably something similar in the bank. He's doing well. He now lives in a big bougie house. He lives a really lavish lifestyle, only wearing the best of designer clothes and drives a super fancy sports car. Now, as a result of, people are calling Timmy unrelatable. People are saying... They miss his more simple life and he done more simple things. Now they feel like they have nothing in common with him. They feel like he's different because he no longer works in Greg's. He's a full-time social media person. He no longer lives at home with his parents. He lives in this big bougie house. He drives a really fancy car. People feel like they no longer can relate to Timothy. Again, I get it. Because being able to relate to someone is such a comforting feeling like... I always say that like even just like for example being single right it really helps if you have a friend who's also single because you're in the same boat and you get you get it you can bounce off each other you look at them and you think oh like I personally always need to be able to relate to someone there's certain situations like in my life that I I don't really have anyone to relate to. And I always say that to my friends. I'm like, oh, this would just be easier if I could relate to someone because it just helps. It's comforting. It's less scary. So I get it. I understand if you can't relate to someone, it's like, oh, especially if you used to be able to relate to them. But in Timothy's example, who's still made up, remember? Timothy's not a real guy. Who made him unrelatable? Technically, us the supporters because we loved Timmy so much and therefore that resulted in fame and money so of course his life was going to change like of course if you had all this money you're going to use it of course if you have all this money sitting in the bank and you can afford it you're going to go get yourself a nice big house you're going to get yourself a fancy car you're going to start to do things that people with money do of course you would who wouldn't if you had this money why wouldn't you use it Timmy's not going to stay working in Greg's and living at home and going to college if he doesn't have to. If if he has gained this money and has this opportunity to live that kind of lifestyle, I think most people are going to do the same thing. I do see this a lot with like maybe some influencers that I follow or um, like just on social media in general and TikTok and stuff. People are like, oh, they've changed so much. Like, I just, they're not the same. I don't relate to them. And like that, that is true. And like, yeah you probably can't relate to them anymore and yeah people do change but like that is just a fact like money and like lifestyle changes they would naturally change someone like yeah the, 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 their your favorite influencer that previously might have talked about how they can't afford something and like you were like oh I like hearing that because I'm the same and like that's comforting they no longer are going to come on and say mm, I can't afford to do this because they can so they're not going to lie. So therefore you might think, well, they've changed because all of a sudden they can be flashy with stuff and they can buy whatever they want. Like, yes, they have changed, but they have changed because we have enabled them to change. Like we've supported them and in turn, they've, are the same person they were when they first started because their life has changed so much their circumstances have changed so much but can you still relate to someone even if their life is wildly different to yours I would argue 1 billion trillion million percent yes I took it upon myself to google what makes somebody relatable and I found this source google be genuine and transparent don't try too hard to be relatable just be your true self and take an authentic interest in connecting with others give people an unfiltered (laughs) glimpse into your life get comfortable sharing your vulnerabilities and quirks in a genuine way I love that I love that thank you Google and that is how I can still relate to the Kardashians. Of course, me and the Kardashians are worlds apart. Me, Kim, Chloe, Courtney, Kendall, Kylie, Chris, we don't have much in common. We don't. However, when they're on TV and they are talking about real life problems like relationships, families, you know, like anything that falls under these categories, health, we can all relate to that. Like, let's set aside for a second that they they probably are all millionaires, billionaires, go King Kylie. They have multiple huge mansions. They have the fanciest cars. They live luxurious lives. Let's put that all aside for one minute and let's just look at when they talk about real life issues. As I said, family matters, health matters, relationships. That's relatable. We all have that in common. The real things that matter in life aren't how much money you have, the what car you drive, what house you live in. The real life things that everyone experiences we do have in common, and they are brave enough and open enough to share this on TV, and therefore people love them. That's why they have so many fans. Like not to turn this into the Kardashians, but. People love to be like, why are they even on TV? Like, who's even watching that garbage? Like, they don't deserve all that fame and money. I would argue, yeah, they do. Because there's a reason people watch their TV show. There's a reason millions of people love them. Because besides the amazing lifestyle they live, they're also really open and honest about their own personal struggles. And clearly people can relate to it or they wouldn't keep watching it. And that is why I love the Kardashians. I don't want to make this episode about me. I wanted this to be like a really unbiased conversation, but I must put my two pence in. The biggest thing I care about with my social media career, if you will, is being relatable. Like the second I am no longer relatable, then it's honestly time to give this up for me. That is my most important thing above all with this job. I don't know how to talk about this without sounding like an absolute wanker. So I probably am just going to sound like a wanker. And please um, believe that I'm trying not to sound like a wanker here, but I just don't know if there's any way to describe this in a non-wankerish way. But I I am very aware that my life isn't actually very relatable to a lot of people. Not that I'm stinking rich millionaire. I am not, right? I'm, I'm, I'm really, really, really not. But I do get to live quite a cool life to be honest and a good life at that like my quality of life is very good and I'm very aware of that and I'm very grateful of that every single day when something exciting happens in my life whether that be a cool work thing like maybe a really cool trip holiday or even like when I got my flat for example I get like a bit of a mix of emotions and senses it's hard to explain but like of course I'm so genuinely excited and like this, this is my job. Like my job is to share pretty much everything online. That's how I've made a career. That's how I make my money. So naturally my instinct is to jump online and shout about it. And I'm excited. So I do want to shout about it, but I also like, it's like a, it's like a coin. Heads is telling me to do that. Tails is telling me don't shout about it. Like There's people literally out working so much harder than you are. There's people who don't have the same shot in life as you do. So don't rub it in people's faces. And that's very much where I I, I get stuck. I get stuck in the middle. It's like, okay, but my job is to do that. And I'm excited about it. But also I don't want to shove it in people's faces. And I don't want to seem like out of touch with reality. And I don't want to be unrelatable to people in all honesty, I don't know what the right thing is to do. Uh, I do honestly try to take like a, an approach to it where it's like, okay, I, I'm really happy. I'm really excited. I'm proud of myself, but I'm also aware that this is like really crazy. It's a really good opportunity. I'm very lucky. This isn't the norm. I do try to like bubble wrap it, I suppose. And that's not so that I look good or I look humble. It's just so that I am I am just trying to show that I'm really aware this isn't normal. And I, I don't want people at home to be sitting and thinking, like, oh shit, I should be doing that by now. Like, again, an example is me having the flat. Like, this isn't if I was, if I was still working my old job, if I was still working in offices, there is not a chance in hell I would be sitting in this flat owning this on my own. There's just not. I never ever could have afforded to do that. So I feel like oh, I owe it to people to be like, this, this isn't actually very normal. And I'm aware of that. And I don't ever want to seem like I'm like, la di da da everyone got up and buy a flat. Because that's not how it works. I am actually just quite an open book. Like, I'll always, if you start talking to me, I will probably spill my whole life story. I just enjoy talking like the sound of my own voice I actually don't I don't like the sound of my voice but I I do like to talk and I'm an open book and I have no problem in telling stories and sharing things with people whether I know you're not to be honest if you meet me on a night out you are getting my full life story before I've even asked for your second name but anyway I think that is definitely why I have like my podcast or maybe I chat loads on YouTube because I actually don't want my image not that there's anything wrong with this at all I'm not slandering like anyone who does do this. But I personally don't want like my image on social media just to be like my outfit every day or the new thing I bought last week or the cool holidays i go on. Like me personally, I feel, and this is getting so deep and you're probably sitting there like, well, shut up. But I do think I have my purpose with social media is... to to be an overshader i'm an overshader in real life that is what i care about in real life so i feel like i have to bring that into this not so real life (laughs) like the internet i feel like i need to bring it onto here too does that even make sense i think i'm talking complete gibberish now what i'm trying to say is yes i will show off essentially this cool life that I'm living right now, but I'll also be open and I'll be sometimes vulnerable about real things that actually matter. So going back to my percentages that I mentioned at the start of the episode, uh, would I stick by them? I th- I think so, but I suppose I kind of did tarnish everyone with the same brush at the beginning, saying all influencers are 75% unrelatable and 25% relatable that you can't really do that you can't tarnish everyone with the same brush in any instance in life because some influencers or content creators whatever we want to call them don't want to share their personal lives they don't want to be open and honest and vulnerable and that is so fine there's nothing wrong with that if people purely want to come on and do their jobs put together cool gorgeous outfits take stunning photos and say no more then that's fine it might just mean that yeah they are unrelatable because you don't know that extra layer like you're only seeing like the surface value like you don't actually know what their life is like day to day and like maybe some things that they struggle with or like you can only you can only take what you're given and that's, that's what it comes down to. Like, if you don't get to see what's underneath that, then, yeah, you probably can't relate to them. And that's okay. You're not in the wrong. They're not in the wrong. For other influencers or celebrities, even, for example, the Kardashians, keep talking about them, if they are choosing to show what's beyond, like, what you can see at face value, in a picture, then there are parts of them that are relatable, and in that instance, I would probably stand by. They're seventy-five percent unrelatable in the sense that, okay, you just don't live very similar lives. Like your lifestyles are very different. You're getting up at seven every morning, beating rush hour traffic, getting into work and working till five. These people maybe aren't doing the same. So therefore. Users are quite different in that sense maybe your lifestyles are quite different that they get up and go on holiday all the time whereas you're saving for your one or two holidays a year again wildly different so that is unrelatable but if they are choosing to share things about their lives that anyone in the world can go through no matter what your job is no matter what your occupation is career is then that is relatable at the end of the day we are all just humans doing life for the first time and that is a fact like even justin bieber he's just a human doing life for the first time like although me and him have nothing in common except that we both love his music (laughs) he's doing life for the he's doing life for the first time too so we are in ways able to relate to each other so to conclude i would agree that for the most part influencers are probably quite unrelatable but there's also a lot of things about them that are relatable. And if they, chose to sho- if they chose to show that... Oh, God, I couldn't get that out there. If they chose to show that, then you'll probably find that you can relate to them in more ways than you probably ever imagined. But, yeah, that's all I have on that topic. Did that even make any sense? I'm not really sure. I hope it did. Sorry, on a final note, because I was just thinking there, like, for example, you and Chinsa, they're like my... God, I literally love Sophia and Chinsia so much. And how do I relate to them? Because they actually, they don't really like open up massively, like saying like, oh, I had a really bad day yesterday or this or that. Like their social media, in my opinion, is really positive, fun, lighthearted like they they deal with other people's dilemmas instead of like their own more so, I would say. But the ways I relate to them is like, they get excited over the new hot chocolate that's coming out or simple things like getting their Christmas tree up or, do you know what I mean? Like I can relate to them with like little things in life. It doesn't always necessarily have to be, oh gosh, I'm really suffering this week. Do you know what I mean? Like there is loads of ways that you can relate to people. It's just whether you do or not. Anyway, that is genuinely all I have for today. Um, it's a really interesting topic, like influencers or, you know, because this is such a new thing. Like 10 years ago, this didn't exist. Like this is kind of the first generation of like going through this and figuring it out. Is It is bizarre. It's utterly bizarre. And I do think it's really interesting to talk about. Let me know if you'd like any more topics similar to this, if there's any other angles or avenues you'd like me to dive into i actually need to go and start getting ready i'm actually going to the bbc today see what i mean see what i mean unrelatable who else is going to the bbc it is unrelatable i get it i get it i hear you i hear you but i need to go get ready i'm going to the bbc headquarters is that what you'd call it in glasgow today so that's exciting Oi, um and then i'm actually going for a wee overnight tonight with abby we're going to like I actually don't really know what it is. Abby got invited and just asked me if I wanted to go with her. I think it's in faith, but it'll be nice. It'll be wholesome. So I best be going. Hope you enjoyed today's episode. Um, Not sure what you'll think of it. I don't think anyone's in the wrong. I don't think influencers are in the wrong. I don't think people who see influencers are in the wrong. At the end of the day, we're all human beings. We're all entitled to opinion. You're not going to like everybody in life, and that's fine. But it's just interesting to talk about. Anyway, I hope you enjoyed today's episode. I hope you're enjoying being back with me. You're busy on the roller coaster of life. And I will see you next week. I love you all. Kiss, kiss, kiss. Life goes up and it goes down. I know my mom
0: taught me that. I figured why we fool around so little. And we keep track of time being so serious. Idiots thinking it will matter, keep me company downtown before the clock runs out.
1: Hey, it's Paige Desorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion
0: without the price tag? Say hello to Quince.